more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. You are listening to High Tide. It is uh, six minutes after five. And yes, Kieran, as everybody now knows, the jelly beans are nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is true. They're fresh. They're, they're fresh from the chemist. Have that sugar hit. They're very big jelly beans. Very big jelly beans. Okay. I like them a lot. Uh, Stevie Bowler's online for you to say hi. G'day. How are you? I am really, really well. And you're so, heading out today uh, too, so you're going to you're going to be in for some fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so went camping last weekend uh, just down our property uh, with the the little girl, and uh, this weekend it's her son's turn. He's got a uh, scout camp uh, canoeing day out at um, Copeton Dam, so I'm going out there with him and uh, camping out there tonight. You know, I'll be taking my uh, kayak as well, and. Um, doing a, a cheeky little bit of fishing while he's out there splashing around with uh, all these little scouting mates. I'll be uh, throwing some lures around and tying some lures around. And, uh, yeah, maybe um, I'll stop and grab some uh, yabbies on the way through as well from uh, Inverell. But um, I think I'll just maybe uh, stick with lures this weekend. Uh, as, as much as, uh, you know, I, I do enjoy fishing uh, with bait. It's sometimes uh, important just to you know leave the bait behind, and this is true for saltwater fishing as well. If you you really want to um, catch a fish on a lure, you have to use a lure. You know, and it's sometimes very easy to uh, slip into that habit of just going, all right, look, I'll just throw out a, a yabby or a um, you know a worm or Conjavoy in the salt water or something like that, and, and definitely get a fish. Uh, whereas, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, oftentimes uh, a little bit harder to, to get uh, certain species on a lure, but uh, you know, the, the the reward is definitely there, and, and that's certainly true of things like trout and um, you know, all that sort of thing. It's certainly easier to catch a trout on a, a worm than it is on a fly. Well, they, they were telling me when I was talking to the boys down at Canberra, they said the reports out of Jindabyne and Eucabeed have been excellent and uh, a lot of the good results have been on fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and sp- but yeah. spinner baits like the Selters are working quite well. You know, mm-hmm. um, and of course, then you've always got the bait. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But uh, look, we'll, we'll um, have a great weekend, and uh, you know we, we always do uh, enjoy hanging out with the the other scouts and so forth. Because he does uh, loan scouts, that sort of correspondence scouts. When he does get to meet up with all, all the other scouts in the area, you know, uh, it's uh, a, a northwest uh, camp, so there's scouts from a bunch of different troops around. So he'll have a great time, and uh, yeah. We'll uh, finish packing up the car and, and go now. So I've just woken him up uh, right before you guys called. We're, we're going to make right. tracks pretty soon. So. Okay, and Copeton's fishing quite well. The boys from Coffs Harbour have been out there. Yeah, Copeton's on fire at the yeah. moment. It's, it's really, really good. Uh, Especially and, for yeah. Yellow Belly. 
Mm-hmm. And th- this sta- stage of the moon is really, really nice. You know, it's a you know just an absolute slither of uh, moon left. I'm, I'm sort of looking at it now. I think we'll we'll do really well this afternoon. If there's um, a bit of a cheeky storm this afternoon, you know, and get that uh, barometer doing things, it'll uh, be even better. Yeah, and I'll, I'll be throwing around some big surface lures, and uh, we'll see how we go. I actually bought some surface lures uh, from Tamworth while I was down there during the week uh, uh, from the boys down there, and um, yeah, they've they've got such a great selection of. of the big cod lures and really, really reasonably priced. So uh, if you're after some uh, cod lures, then yeah, definitely Hamworth the way to go. Uh, you know, and, and getting yourself some, some gear ahead of uh, places like Keep It, Copeton, mm. you know, or Chappie, all, all those sort of uh, dams are absolutely fishing really, really well. Well, Kate from Dubbo was saying that out there, Around her area was fishing quite well last week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Baradong and, and and those sorts of places mm. are really really good. Uh, yeah, and the rivers are, are fishing really really well as well. They they've, they've sort of settled down from all that um, run that they were having. Yeah, at the beginning of of uh, the year, and they're, they're they're sort of just things are really coming together nicely. There's frogs everywhere. It's, it's absolutely mad the amount of uh, frogs. Yeah, uh, uh, sort of uh, just everywhere you turn. There's. I haven't there's heard frogs. a croaking frog for a lifetime. Yeah, well, they're, they're certainly uh, up here, and um, so you know, frog pattern lures, you know, uh, all certainly work. Um, there's still uh, the odd mouse getting around and so forth. So. Yeah, any of those topwater lures will work really well first thing in the morning and uh, into the evening. Uh, and then, you know, as the sun comes up, change over to deep divers, you right. know, uh, big stump jumpers, that sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, we we uh, could do very well this uh, this weekend. And hopefully, um, yeah, I'll be able to give you a call from uh, Copeton's Edge tomorrow morning and uh, give you a non-water update. Yeah, well, I'll talk to you about quarter to seven, maybe tomorrow morning, give you time to set the fire up and have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and get the kids yeah. organised. That's the plan. So, yeah, it should be a really nice weekend. And as I say, it's just nice to spend some one-on-one time with the kids, getting out there and, and getting amongst it. The daughter was very insistent last weekend because she's like, oh, we haven't been camping all year. Yeah, that's, that's good yeah. fun. <laughs> that's I love that. It's good to see kids want to do that. All right, and we're going to talk to Mr. Borzak uh, around about 6.15 or something this morning. Yep, perfect. No yep. dramas. All right, boys, well, yep. I better let you get on with it and, and talk fishing with everybody else because there's um, certainly going to be a lot of fish caught this weekend. Uh, provided, yep. So uh, long as the people will be, remember about the heat, and uh, if you're taking some ice along, take an extra bag of ice along. Maybe do two bags of ice. Uh, make sure that water stays cold to put your fish in. Yeah, exactly. Look, most uh, servos and so forth do a, a three-for-one sort of special with the bags. Uh, you know, yeah, or, pick that up. You know, three for ten bucks or something like that. It's, it's, you know, it just makes uh, a lot of sense. Or, you know, if you're... More uh, on the ball, if you freeze a bunch of uh, 
big ice blocks yourself. Uh, you know, empty ice cream containers are great. Freeze yep. a bunch of those up, drop them into your esky, and, and uh, yeah, they. Your they tap water freezes well. best, mm-hmm. and if you freeze that up in a in an ice cream container and just drop the block in, it'll stay all day. All right, we're going to go, Steve. Cheers. See you later. Have a good day. Thank you. Happy fishing. It sounds like he's in for a fun day, too. What a great day to be heading out with the the young fella. Look, the good thing about Steve is he's a bushman. Yeah. Right? And his kids are growing that that way to be aware of the bush. So, like, they'll fish on the banks or whatever. If the snake comes along, they're not going to worry. He'll just go right on by. Don't move. Don't move. It's easier to say, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to say, isn't it? When you see... And, and you know... I, if you make a noise, there's... If you see one coming towards you, yeah. you rattle something and make a noise... Double. It'll, it'll turn around and go some other way. Yeah. They're more scared of us than we are of them until they're trapped and then we're in trouble. Yeah, right, then we're most, more scared of them than they are all of us. A, all animals, including humans, when they're trapped, Fight back. Yeah. Mm. Okay, how are we going for carrots and bananas? Yes, we're going to take a quick break, and on the other side of that, we're going to get today's race tips. They are racing today at uh, Rose Hill, so that'll be uh, good, and it's a soft five there, so we'll find out what he thinks on the other side of this break. Right now, Make-A-Wish is supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more Wish Kids than ever before who need your support. Wish Kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make-A-Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we we all have the power to do. You can help create inspirational wishes. Donate today at makeawish.org.au. When I used to think of a day out on the water, I'd think of fun in the sun with family and friends. The last thing I thought about was my life jacket. But a life jacket that hasn't been checked could be about as useful as a bicycle is to a fish. So now before I head out, I always make sure the cylinder is screwed in hand tight and the pull cord is out and ready for use. Learn how to check yours at lifejacketwearit.com.au. A message from the New South Wales Government. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia, concussion. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Motor neurone disease, stroke, epilepsy, Alzheimer's. There can be no cure without research. Parkinson's. Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au or call 1300 880. Summer is here and you want your car air conditioning working at its best. You'll be blown away with the air conditioning service at your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Our fully qualified mechanics will help keep you cool through the summer with a comprehensive service of your car's air conditioning system. 
So book online today at repcoservice.com. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? Now you can join one of Australia's top private golf clubs for a very special low price. At Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club, you'll enjoy superb practice facilities, a magnificent clubhouse, and play golf on an exquisite 18-hole par 72 championship layout. And for a limited time, six-month golf membership packages start from as little as $1,490. But you must hurry. Email Leanne at twincreeks.com.au or phone Leanne Driver on 0438 295 813. 2SM has Sydney talking. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go... It's just gone 18 after 5 here on High Tide, Grant Boyden and Kieran Ricky in the studio. Blakey on a sabbatical at the moment, probably sitting in some harbour, having caviar. What do you reckon, Kieran? No, no, but he might eat lobster. Might eat lobster. Yeah, mud crab. Time to look at our race tips for today. John Karakasanis joins us online. Karras, good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm good, Grant. Morning, Kieran. How are you doing? Yeah, mate, it's so good. It's so good that you've got some finally got some talent on your show. Yeah, it is nice to have Brendan in the studio. It's uh, it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're heading off to Rose Hill Gardens today on a soft five. Now, Kieran and I were just chatting off air. Soft five. It's nah. based. Yeah, it's going to be upgraded, isn't it? It's, it's such a warm day, oh, thirty-one yeah. degrees. Probably after race one, race two, I wouldn't be surprised oh, if an upgrade. I reckon we'll be racing on a good three by race two. Good three. Okay. Well, definitely, definitely a good four, mate. It was, it was so hot yesterday and it's going to be hotter today. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think the track, the track will probably, as it gets harder, it'll affect some, some horses that, you know, don't really like the hard track. But Rose Hill's one of the best tracks in Australia, mate, so. I wouldn't be worried about track conditions today. Now, we've got a couple of shorties for today, but as they say in the classics, it's better than it's better to back a short price winner than a long price loser. Oh, correct, correct. Look, my, my best... Oh, well, I've got three good things, and there was also another one, but I, I, forgot, I forgot its name. That's why I didn't tell you. But you'll look it up for me. Look, my, be, my best is Aft Cabin. Kieran knows about this horse. I've tipped it. Yep. Twice before, and it's won both times. Uh, it'll be winning the Hobartville. Uh, I think it's about race seven or eight, isn't it? Race eight over fourteen hundred. Yeah, that's the one. Um, it's a dollar fifty, but it should be winning. Uh, the other one is in the Parramatta Cup, nine hundred. King Frankel. Oh, I can see Kieran shaking. As soon as you said Parramatta, he started to shake. Oh, oh. Yeah, well, he can have Parramatta, mate. <laughs> And we're off to Flemington as well, where they are racing on a good four. 
That's race seven, number one. Yeah, and the other one at Rose Hill, Grant, uh, I didn't mention it to you off air. It's in the Silver Slipper, uh, the favourite of uh, Peter and Paul Snowden's. Uh, King's Gambit. That's the one. So that's race four, number three as well. Race four, number three. Yeah, so there's three at Rose Hill. And one at Flemington. He just, he picks himself, uh, nature strip. He, he is still the world's best sprinter and, uh, I don't think there's anything in that field that'll beat him over a thousand metres today down the straight. Yeah, and if we all up those, we should get a nice little pay. Oh, well, I think all four of them will be winning, mate. So I'm, I'm very, very, look, we had a, we had a good crack at it last week. We got, Uh, although although uh, Jack and I won, won by on protest, it's still a winner. We and there's paid. still debate over that win, isn't there? It's, it's go by what the judge says. Just wear it. Wear, well, it. wear it. And it paid, OK? $4 on. Oh, I think I got 4 30 Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, so three, three out of the four won last week. So... so well, we, we didn't get them all up, but I'm sure we should have shared a profit, especially with a $4, $4 yep. pop getting up for us. Yeah, I think he paid 4 20 on the tote. Yeah, I've got four thirty with a boost, mate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what's that bookmaker you bet with? They're, they're good. Uh, actually, they are good. I bet with Bluebet. It's, uh, it's uh, owned by uh, Michael Sullivan and... Um, Duncan McRae, the good old South Sydney player. Remember Duncan McRae? Yep, yeah. Well, how do, how do you how do you get there? What do you just go to the TAB and look them up, or what? No, no. You download the app on your phone, mate. Okay. So I go to apps and look up Bluebet. Bluebet, that's it. Okay, and join up. And join up, mate. Or if you if, if you don't know how to do all that stuff, mate, ring up Bluebet, and they'll uh, they'll guide you through it. And you can tell that John Carrick and Sardis advise you to join them. Will they charge you double? No, no, they'll be in the pay the spence, mate. <laughs> Maybe we can put a bit on on his behalf. Yeah. No, that'll uh, never happen. I'd like mate. to put on a bet on on John's account, please. Yeah. Uh, did you see? Did you see? Um, You've got to talk in six figures. Time raid last night, Grant. He just got nutted on the line. Sorry, say again. I said, did you see Time Raid's race last night? He got. He just got beat. No, no. Had a quiet. Had a day off yesterday and took a day off a bit of mental downtime. Uh, fair enough. No, he ran second, so he just got beat. Nice. Once, two strides from the pace, but he's doing a good job. Yeah. Hey, look, you know, so many of these horses, we sit there and we go, oh, you know, it's run third, it's run second, it's run third. It's run... Yeah. I wish I could have a horse like that in my stable. I'd be happy to run second and third to Nature Strip and just pick up a couple of hundred grand each go at, yeah. at the time, well, you know? Exactly right. The price money in, in New South Wales is unbelievable. It is extraordinary at the moment. and. I think he ran second last night and he picked up 10 large. Yeah, yeah that's, that, and that's a good day out. 
Well, if you run second in nature's trip today, you'll get 180. Yeah. Not bad. And why wouldn't you go for that? Why wouldn't you go for that? Well, someone's got to run second and third, eh? Yeah. yeah. And, and particularly in those races, when you get, you know, the, the nature strips and the black caviars and things like that, they scare off so many horses. And yeah, that's right. You, you know, you can pick up fifth and still pick up a bit of prize money. It makes makes it well worth the float trip. Well, that's correct. That's correct. Because black caviar did exactly that. She scared the fields away. And yeah. sometimes she only had four or five royals. Yeah. Because in the blue book, everyone gets upset. Oh, this horse only had it's had X amount of starts, but only X amount of wins. Yeah, but it was beaten by Black Caviar ten times and only beaten by yeah. half a length. Take that into yeah. account. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly right. Anyway, well, you know, All right, guys, I'll let you, you go. Yep, you have a great day, carrots. I will, mate, I will. Thank you very much. Thanks for your time. We will post his uh, selections up on uh, our Facebook page for you, High Tide. It's race four, number three in at Rose Hill, race seven, number ten, race eight, number three, and at Flemington he has gone race seven, number one. John Karakasanis there. It's 26 after five here on High Tide. Imitators come and go, but there is only one John Over the weekend, I got taken for $8,311.24, but it was just so real. I just can't believe how I fell for it. I used to smoke like a chimney. I was crazy, and when I realised I was crazy, I stopped. This is going to become a thing of the past, at least in uh, New Zealand, where the country's parliament has just passed a law which will slowly result in a total ban on selling tobacco, and I think that's a very brave thing for New Zealand to do. Mate, I'm glad you brought up yesterday about New South Wales bureaucrats, especially in transport. Good on you for giving them a serve. They need it, and they need more of it. Thankfully, um, we've got people like you that do that. The John Laws Morning Show returns in 2023 on 2SM. Hi, Shelley Craft here. Make it a great Aussie summer with Australian Made. Look for genuine Aussie products carrying the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. There's thousands to choose from. Whether you're planning a backyard barbie, a day at the beach with the family and friends or just chilling at home. Remember to look for the famous green and gold Australian Made logo and support our Aussie makers, farmers and retailers this summer. Visit australianmade.com.au forward slash summer to find genuine Aussie products. Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Room View makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measure and quote. Introducing the striking Kia range. Crafted with sleek and distinctive cues. The new Kia range is the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. This is Kia. Kia. 
movement that inspires. Do you suffer from mild arthritis or other aches and pains? Why not do as others have done and try Arbor Vitae Joint Health? Others, just like Gary. Yeah, after two weeks, I was sceptical that it might come back and, and, and it hasn't. So, yeah, I do a lot of off and on, up and down. I'm pain-free, so hopefully it stays that way forever. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to Arbor Vitae. That's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone Arbor Vitae on 1300-879-863. Australia's king of talkback radio, John Laws, 9am weekdays. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. This is High Tide, 29 after 5 this morning, heading for a top of 31. The winds aren't going to pick up in the afternoon. There's a mild southerly change supposed to come through later on in the night, Kieran. Yes, and we'd better get the tides from this gentleman who knows a little bit about what's going on, especially about the tides and the honey. Salamander bait and tackle. Matt, good morning. Uh, who are you talking about then? I've never been called anyone that knows what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy Saturday. Uh, the honey situation, one, two, three, four, last five jars in existence. <laughs> never to tour again, poor old honey, because... I don't think they can do it for another. Well, Tony's just around the corner getting a coffee, but I think it's three years after the this crazy Romite thing goes through. That yeah. there. But uh, um, what else have we got? Tide-wise, I can give you tides. I didn't see. Is there a southerly change? I hope there is one. It's meant to be warm. Today. Very mild, very mild tonight, yeah. they're saying. Well, depends. Windy TV saying it's going to come through tonight, uh, or windy.com uh, oh, oh, yes, is saying it's going to come through one. tonight, and the Bureau yeah. saying tomorrow. The weather app thing, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's going to get to us, people, so hang on. Keep your air conditioners on, I'd say. It'll you still be warm. Wind, you're going to get that nor'easterly, as you said, that nor'easterly wind's going to kick up today. Not so much tomorrow, though, and again on Monday. But the tides, as a big boy today, 1.89 at 7.23 this morning. Then you've got a big out. You've got a point two six um, low at quarter past, oh, 14 minutes past two. And a nice little high tide at 11 minutes past eight tonight. 1.4. So I like those small tides, but people like those big tides. I don't particularly like them for beach fishing. Um, been a few different types of fishing doesn't really work for me, but those big outs are good, especially if you want to go and gather bait like worms and yabbies and stuff like that. You've got a lot more time, especially with the yabbies, a lot more holes exposed that are not necessarily exposed. Hey, Matt, while you're yeah. talking about that, I want to talk about the worms. The, the different tackle stores I asked, did they have any worms? They said no. The farm, the farm worms and that all died because the water got too hot. Uh, that's a tube worm. Um, that's my understanding. Yes, we we don't sell those. Uh, they're they're um, down on the. I think they do them at Dora Creek down there in the old power station. But we do the beach worms, live ones, but um, and preserved. But anyway, in, in this example, this weekend, uh, the worm rang me at half past three on yesterday morning, which is nice of him, and said. They've all died. So the, the, the naturally pulled ones. Now that happens. Uh, it's a different worm, of course, the beach worm. They can eat a red weed or an algae and they can pull the worm and then purge them overnight. <clears throat> and then the next day the worm can be broken up and you don't know about it. So they look perfect when they come out of the sand. But for all of his, I think he had a, a fair few of them because he was going to different shops. So uh, that's, that's live bait in a nutshell though, isn't it? Um, yeah. 
it when it works, it's good. But uh, but um, that's the only time that's ever happened, though. We we get the odd bucket that's sort of you can tell they sort of started to break up and segment and they start to bleed. So you can metho those down straight away, and they still make acceptable baits. But when they um, when they sort of all die in one go, like on this occasion, this is a different situation than the farm ones. Though they they did it did get too hot for them, is my understanding. And the tube worms are quite popular in Sydney, not so much up here. Um, but there you go, that's beach worms and tube worms. I'll stick with the old beach worm because he lives on the beach, and that's water whiting swimming around there trying to catch the fish. Oh, reckon so. Um, but uh, other than that, yeah. So are you going to say something, Kieran? I said, I reckon so. That's what I think the beat. you got to fish with what the fish eat. Oh, I agree. I think the tube worms are artificially produced, but they, yeah. they, they reckon they catch fish. They're a softer bait, but they, uh, they do work from time to time for the guys, and they do sell a lot of them in Sydney. They're very popular. When, when the guys come on holidays, they ask us all the time, but after they use a beach worm, I don't know whether they go back or not. not sure. I reckon the, the better way to go is when you're fishing with worms... Is the beach worm or the blood worm? And I don't know whether you can still go and catch blood worms anymore. Blood worms, I mean, they're a tremendous. So beach worms for me would be, I'd use from November onwards and through to probably the end of March or into April. And then um, when we could get the blood worms, my goodness, you'd use those all winter and um, they'd have tremendous success. Um, A very hardy bait. You could use them all year round. But no, we can't dig them anymore down here. And then uh, to get them from Queensland, which they can... Um, export them now, but you've got to have all the biosecurity stuff in place because of the uh, white spot. So I think that's where the other uh, worming areas were in that in that uh, zone. Yeah. So um, to do that, uh, I think the cost and to have them flowing down to Williamtown Airport, he's not going to do it because it's an Air Force base next to it. There's more restrictions, so I'd have to have them going to Sydney, etc., etc. And then I sort of lost interest after. I didn't lose interest, but it just didn't be. It all becomes too hard. Well, there's that, and the feasibility. They are more. They do have more longevity. I mean, when I was growing up, and you could dig them, I know you could just in winter, in the cooler months, you could keep them for nearly a month. That's not in a proper tank like we've got today. Gosh, I'd probably get two months out of them, and you'd you'd catch three or four brim on one worm. You just you have to reconstitute, like, yeah. readjust him on the hook, and off you go again. It was they were they were one of the best baits going around. But uh, yabby, so don't forget the old humble yabby, even though they're a bit softer. Um, I find, I fish with them off the beach successfully too. You have to adapt your style a little bit because they are a softer bait. Do you but, fish uh, him with a chlor or a chloron? Chloron, chlor off. Oh, I just take it off so it doesn't bite me. <laughs> uh, on the, you know, Smart man. <laughs> uh, well, not really. I've been bitten. I, mean, I only learned because I get bitten plenty of times. You have the claws. I try to take them off before I put them in the bucket when I'm pumping them because if it's four o'clock in the morning the next day and you can put your hand in there to get a bait out, I guarantee <laughs> you, you you'll, get, you'll get caught. Um, but they are a versatile bait in all um, in all uh, environments of fishing that I've found, I must say, the Yabby you get, he's underrated a bit. People come and say they can't fish with them off the beach. It's because they don't treat them properly. They they put a bloody great sinker on and try, and try to cast four times as far as they cast with a worm and all this sort of stuff. You, you use a small amount of weight with the Yabby and the bait keeper hooks are, um, are very helpful too by keeping the bait on. And then you just and then just lob it out over, just in that little gutter, just a general toss and then leave him in there. I guarantee you if there's a brim out there, he'll suck it down in two seconds. Um, and then the other one, I suppose, now we're talking baits, this could be a good subject for the, this morning, pippies, I guess, but um, the, the old scally doesn't reckon he's seen as many down the beach down there, so hopefully, and in summer they normally tend, you don't normally tend to see as many, but hopefully as we move into the cooler months, 
we see the pippies sort of come back to life. There's a lot of little ones down on Barubi and Stockton, so um, because that's the the key um, <clears throat> the, the key food for the brim, of course, in the winter months when they start to travel. Uh, and they'll cr- like you'll have to catch the brim, and they'll crush those. You'll clean them and in the gut cavity, you'll see all the crushed up little pippy shell things. So that's why, if you look at the brim's mouth, it's got that big crushing jaw type thing, um, and it, uh, it's able to crush those shells up. So, and they're a tremendous bait as well. So that's our uh, segment on bait, people. So there you go. Uh, what's the other one we can get? The other one you gather yourself is a cabbage, of course, for blackfishing. So that's, that's in the winter months. We'll talk about that. Uh, just quickly to recap today, obviously that shootout's on. So if you want to go and catch a marlin, you, you and another 150 other boats, I think or 130 boats are in it. They'd be they're probably out there now waiting to put their lines down. I think it's 7 o'clock they can start fishing. I don't quite Well, miss. that's a good spectacle, watching the charter boats head off that. Down yeah, through the bay the there, the out to the heads. Yeah, with the shootout, you've got, yeah, there's many. I mean, I'm looking at the trailer boat now. Most of the guys will be out in the water by now waiting to go. So a few of them. So obviously the big $250,000 blue marlins out very wide somewhere. So I think you'd have the big boats going out for that because that northerly wind's going to kick up. So the smaller ones, I would assume, strategically would stay and, and um, focus on those inshore marlin because they can tag them and get points from that way. So um, there'll be a lot of boats out today, a lot of activity if you're around. And then either the next either next weekend or the weekend after, I don't know, it'll have to be next weekend, the last one, right? That, that'll be the interclub, so that's the more prestigious yeah. one. So uh, a bit of marlin action going on there. Uh, what else happens? Some better butter fishing just quickly. A few whiting around. Not as many as there should be. I won't bang on about it because I don't know why that is. Water's nice and warm. Still the odd brim around. Some flathead around, uh, which is more flathead than anything else at the moment. Um, and still some blue swimmer crabs for Kieran. I know he likes a blue swimmer crab. Well, you're a fan of a mud crab too, but I haven't heard many reports of those uh, this week. So weather's been pretty good. Uh, and it looks like it's going to be... It's sort of, we're sort of getting summer in the last month of summer, if that makes any sense. Um, and then uh, the water car, the water, the water temp's still up there. Lots of bait in the water, the guys are telling me. So all in all, conditions are good for the weekend. So I'd suggest you get out and have an early morning fish before that uh, nor'easter blows your head off. Okay. Now, while we're talking about crabs, I was talking to Greg from Double Island Charters up there at uh, North Queensland, right? Yes. And he said to me, Kieran, he's not going fishing. He's got to have one of those operations, those tunnel operations on his right arm. And um, he said, but what I can tell you, mud crabs and mangrove jacks are going crazy up there. Well, I've never That's up, uh, I can't say, uh, Rainbow Beach. Oh, okay. That's up at Fraser Island, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. He said, it's Um, unbelievable. The fish at ca- the moment. Never caught a mangrove jack. They reckon they're really good fighting fish, and they uh, and they're, they're ugly, but they eat well. Oh yeah, and very good eating. Uh, and, and you don't have to go far to get them. Coffs Harbour is in plague proportions with them at the moment. They're in the harbour, in the marina, in the river, down the mouths, on the rock walls. Well, I'll just get get the icon to go and have it take a little spinning rod in his big uh, truck, and he can well, the up. icon can get them yeah. for you, no trouble. He can just shift them down if he's listening. Tell him, I'll, I want to ask him if you talk to him if he's made that little blackfish rod, that's, that 6 FSU, if he's built that blackfish rod up yet. Okay. Well, he'll be listening. He'll be listening. We'll hear the honk of his truck shortly. He won't need a reel on that one. He can just use a piece of string on it. Um, no problems. Oh, do you, want to, do you want to know the sad news on petrol prices or not? I yes. I, I, I should ask you before I look out the window. <laughs> um, unleaded, 206.9. V-powered, 229.9. 
Diesel 287.9. That's actually come down because that's the one I buy. There you go. Hmm. Um, but my mortgages have gone up. What so about Blakey's? What about the fancy petrol that we all know, Alan, and use? Uh, is the V Power Diesel, and it's 216.9. I think that's come down a little bit too, actually. That's come down from 231. Well, there you go. So that's today, people. Who knows where it's going to be in the next two hours? It changes regularly. <laughs> it goes up and down during the day. I don't know. There's a, I'm sure there's a little red button behind the counter. We do teach the guys next door. Um, I don't, I don't know how they work it out, Matt. You can get petrol cheaper on the Central Coast than you can in Sydney. And I, I just know. can't I work I that out. <laughs> I, it's not the guys in the service stations, too, people. Just, no, no. no. They just get a thing to change it, yeah. They're on a set 7%. I don't understand either yeah. uh, how it's different in different areas. You'd be thinking, oh, similar in different areas, especially with the same companies. Um, you think they'd be similar. It wouldn't be too far off. But anyway, it is what it is. I suppose if we have the if we have the supermarket at Mossman, we might have uh, some a few dollars extra on the price. Or shouldn't we? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's how they think. Um not up, not up here at Port Stevens, though. Leave us alone. You uh, guys have a great um, Saturday. Oh, did you do the race tips? Yes, we did. They're already okay. posted on Facebook. Uh, no, I'll put those on my page then. And hopefully we all win and we're not here in the morning. We did last week. Uh, yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah we won last week. That's okay, then. Right, you have a good Saturday, chaps. Talk to you tomorrow. Have a great okay. day, Matt. Awesome you, Matt. job, as always. We're uh, 17 minutes away from from 6 o'clock. Kieran, uh, when I was talking about 100-odd boats, going out uh, to go marlin fishing. Incidentally, um, Gary Holt, who uh, raced in Sydney to Hobart Yacht Racing uh, and also raced in uh, motors, you know, cars in uh, motorsport as well, used to go fishing uh, for marlin out of Port Stephens. And his son was actually a, a legend, but just took out record after record after record. You know, there's a charter business on the Gold Coast at the moment. But uh, I remember going out with them and I was just thinking to myself, you know what it'd be like? Just imagine what it'd be like. You're plodding along at three o'clock in the morning. You're on your sailboat. You're doing four knots, and all of a sudden your AIS is going nuts. 150 boats coming at you, doing 25 odd knots. It'd be like, okay, all hands, wake up, stress time. That would be scary, scary scenarios. I would say for a, for a yachty. Look, the the sail pass is fantastic. I've been in plenty of them. Um, especially out of Port Stevens. Yeah. And they're great. A lot of fun. And there's always 100-plus boats. Yeah. That means there's always at least 600 blokes or more fishing. And that fun, friendly type of competition. And, and the catch-ups well, after. A lot of know? females fishing. Oh, yeah. Right. We had a, a high-tide female crew back in the middle, mid to late 90s that used to fish there. Yeah. Girls are us. What they were called, in the name of the the boat. Mm. Too good. We are now what seventeen minutes away from six. Now you can make that tree change that you've always wanted when you move to the country and build your own PAL kit home. You can do it yourself with PAL, and you'll save money. PAL has a great range of quality designs and floor plans from which to choose. Make this the year to follow your dream and build your own country home. The Pal Kit Homes way. Go to Pal. That's P W L. Pal Kit Homes. dot com. dot au or phone one eight hundred zero two four. 912. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. 
View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport, that could make you a local legend. The skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. If your strata complex unit or your commercial building is in need of repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists with more than 70 years of combined industry experience. For waterproofing, concrete cancer repairs, facade or cladding replacement, structural repairs, upgrades to electrical and fire services and improving accessibility, you go to networkconstructionservices.com.au or you can phone Steve on 98085673. Finance Easy understands that recent times may have been uncertain for business owners and they'll make it simple to get you finance at competitive rates. Finance Easy takes the hassle out of borrowing money, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. No more meetings with bank managers, no reams of paperwork, just a few clicks on the website. Visit financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit license number 392182. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option. And with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgrouppranchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0. 429-691-413. Everything you need to know now. Sydney's 2SM. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Only 13 minutes away from 6 at 6 o'clock. We'll update the news for you. Kieran, during the week, I watched a documentary on the Queen's birthday storm that came through in New Zealand quite a few years ago where they yeah. had not one, not two, not three, but ten EPIRBs go off within about a 12-hour period as a regatta was making its way across to Tahiti and I thought straight away about our friends um, there at Marine Rescue how difficult their job can be, not just taking, you know we often focus on, oh this happened today or this happened last weekend or whatever but they're always fighting multiple fire fronts all the way through just how difficult that job would be. Well it is and to talk about it we've got Mike Hammond who um, is the Zone commander for down south, like that's Illawarra, all the way down to Monaro. Morning, Mike. Morning, Kieran. Morning, Grant. How are you? Mate, there's well, a couple mate. of issues you had last weekend as well. Yeah, we had a few jobs last weekend. Uh, we're rescuing a lot of jet skis lately, so uh, we'd love people to you know, check over their uh, their jet skis and make sure they're running well. They're pretty complex machines. We've been towing a few homes, so uh, look after that. But the big one was on Sydney Harbour, where there was a a commercial vessel that capsized with uh, nine people on board and 
uh, our volunteers did a great job helping the water police uh, sort that situation out and get everyone back safely. And the well, did you get them well. on shore, or did they swim over to the bay and go up to the Watson's Bay? Uh, around Watson's Bay, so you go up to... Uh, yeah. Uh, who's there at Watson's Bay? And, uh, the, the restaurant and the hotel? Doyle's. Doyle's. Yeah, that's right. Swim so to Doyle's. As I understand, and... Uh, so yeah, it was a it was a decent job on there for the volunteers in our Port Jackson unit, and a uh, really good job done. And uh, it's been busy everywhere really because the weather's starting to get warm again. And uh, I think this weekend's going to be hot and sunny, but also there's some strong wind warnings in place. So please check the weather before you go out, people. And Matt, I don't know if people really get their head around the the dedication uh, of people that that are involved in this. And like that documentary I was talking about a few moments ago, they were on air, the husband and wife team were on air for 72 hours straight. Now, they couldn't do anything other than, you know, uh, report uh, to the rescue centre, but they were continually talking uh, to the yachts that were out there, trying to keep them calm, trying to keep them focused, trying to get situation updates situational updates 72 hours is a long time this is the sort of dedication that we we get from marine rescue yeah it is a long time and our volunteers do an amazing job uh the radio operators have a yeah a difficult job when there's uh multiple rescues on in particular but you're right they can have have a real impact just through their humanity and uh helping people to be calm reminding them to do the simple things and uh we've had a lot of really positive feedback about the way the radio volunteers can help people in that situation to uh, you know, manage themselves until help arrives. And being calm can do a lot. Just just knowing, you know, if you're in trouble out there on a boat, whatever type of boat it is, having somebody with that, that calm voice on the other end just chatting to you can really bring your stress levels down. It really can. And, uh, you know, our radio operators, often they, they understand, you know, boating well and they can give some good advice and, I think being in contact with someone like that when uh, you're under some stress and things aren't certain and you're not sure how you're going to get home, I think uh, having a, a connection with someone at Marine Rescue is a really positive thing and we've seen that happen over and over again. The so, volunteers we've got do a great job of you know, training and you know, all, their, all their drills and all their time spent really pays off in those situations. Absolutely. So how can we help you out? You mentioned like... Um uh, there are a few jet skis uh, having issues. Is there a common problem? Not just I'm not just picking on the jet skis. Is there because we've got a very hot day coming up? We know there's people going to go out. And yeah. We know it's, the winds are going to pick up a little bit. You know, around about the twenty to twenty five knot mark. Uh, so what what sort of is there a common sort of a problem that you're facing at the moment? Well, mostly it's the basic ones. It's fuel and batteries. So uh, a lot of boats and, and jet skis too, I'm guessing, because they've been not used too heavily over the past couple of years. The weather hasn't been great, the pandemic's been on, that sort of thing. And then you finally get some good weather and a decent summer and you get your boat out, but the fuel's old and it's clogging up the filters and lines or the battery's not really up to it. And so you find you'll, you can get it going once, but then after a bit of running, it's not holding a charge. So, yeah, checking fuel and batteries before you go out is probably the number one thing in terms of mechanical failures. Yep. And then it's just smart decision-making. You know, seamanship's just really about using your head. So making smart decisions. Do we go out? Where do we go? Let's check the weather. Let's, uh, yeah, time it right. Perfect. Perfect. Because, um, as we say today, you know, it's going to be a little bit warm. 
Uh, there's going to be some pretty strong winds out there, and the currents and the swells aren't, aren't being friendly with each other, are they, Kieran? Uh, no, 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 they're not going to be kind. One of the other problems, Mike, here, are they all wearing a life jacket? Well, not all, but I'd say life jacket wear has improved dramatically over the last few years, and uh, our friends at uh, Transport New South Wales Maritime done a good job of uh, encouraging people to do that and the new laws that have been in place for probably 10 years now. That's made a difference. Uh, so we're seeing more people wearing a life jacket, and that's good. I think the, the question then is about, particularly with the inflatable life jackets, have they been serviced and are they in good condition? Because, again, it's, it's a bit like the fuel and batteries. You, know, you can buy it a, a bit of time ago. Maybe you haven't used your boat that often, but you're going to get it out now and, and go out this summer. Check those jackets and make sure they've been serviced. Make sure they're you can get to them when you need them. That sort of thing. So uh, they're a very essential bit of kit and definitely save a lot of lives. So worth investing in and worth having good ones and worth making sure they're up to date. Literally yeah. yesterday, Kieran and and Matt. Literally yesterday, uh, uh, sorry, Mike. Yesterday I went out and bought two brand spanking new uh, manual inflator inflatable you know cylinder uh, life jackets. And I'm thinking to myself. Well, how do I know if they work? Because the only way you know and is to pull the string, jump in the pool, <laughs> jump in the pool. Yeah, I'm right. telling you that's uh, uh, because we've been worked on Saturdays and Sundays, like at various clubs. It might cost me a fortune. No, I might be doing no, it all day. That you go because you'll get a shock when it explodes. Yeah, they they're loud. Yeah, and not only that, boom, all over Sun. your body. So to understand, and the other situation is. Get in somebody's pool or your own pool and try and put one on, right? Mm. Try and no, put one no, on no, while no, you're no. in the pool. Yeah. This is the education. You've got to have it on. So you must put it on because you, you say, I've got a life jacket on my boat. That's no bloody good to you when you're in the water. And I grew up, I grew up, Mike, wearing one of those... One of those huge, huge, um, uh, you know, big yellow things that you'd, you'd put over and you'd May wrap her out. Yeah, it, yeah, and it made you feel like the Michelin Man. And there was, there was, you you did it. You 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 wore them because you knew it was safe, but it was so uncomfortable. But nowadays that excuse doesn't well, see, exist. They, they were full of foam. These yeah, one, those horseshoe ones, Blake and I, when they first came out, Blake and I worked here for four hours each uh, on Saturday, Sunday, wearing them, and you don't even know you got them on. Yeah. That's you know. right. They're really good these days, so there really is no excuse. And I agree. It's worth putting one on and uh, getting in the pool and setting it off just to understand what that's going to be like and uh, work out how you can swim with it on because it's not as easy as you might first think. Uh, in fact, when I did that experiment, I found it was much easier to swim backwards, a kind of a weird backstroke hybrid. Yeah. So it just gives you a bit of confidence that if you end up in the water, you'll have some idea how to go about things. And not and only that, it's good. And then you learn how to service it as well. And when you swim backwards, you just do like your arms a little bit like like oh, it's just out there to paddle, and you can't right. see what I'm doing. But <laughs> um, it, it's keeping the water out of your face. See? Exactly. So therefore, you're not getting the water splashing in your face. You're not absorbing any of that, uh, which gives you a panic situation. That's right. So it's it's really the best 
thing you've got in that sort of situation. Mm. Of course, prevention's better than a cure, so yeah, great to not end up in the water in the first place. So look after your boat, check <laughs> the weather, and you know, be smart about what you take on. I think we're talking about. So, so about that we don't want you to go and sell your boat and say, "Look, that sounds too difficult. I'm not going to have a boat." <laughs> Yeah, well, on a rough day, there's always somewhere you can go in enclosed waters where it's nice and safe and protected. So, yeah, true, true. Great to get out. Hey, thank you for your time this morning. I hope you and your team have a really, really, really boring day, and I mean that in the nicest possible <laughs> way. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Have a great one yourselves. Okay, Mike. Bye. There you have it, the very latest from Marine Rescue, and they do do an, an, an awesome job. I know we, I know we, we talk about it a lot here, but when you think about their dedication to the cause and, and the hours they put in voluntarily to try and keep us safe, you, you've got to give them all the credit in the world. I look upon it like an ad, and we do talk about the life jacket and the safety. There was a, an ad came out many years ago, what bank, and everybody thinks Commonwealth Bank. So, safety, life jacket. Speaking of ads, we're going to take one right now. News is coming up at 6 o'clock and we'll be back with more of High Tide then. Stick around.